Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, confident soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host during your confidence building journey. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, I want to talk about personal evolution and how labels can either empower or disempower you uh, during your evolution. Now this can be Some of the things that I'm going to be talking about are a little bit uh, unpopular opinion, a little bit controversial, so bear with me while I share my thoughts with you and I hope that you can find the value in the message that I want to share with you today. So I felt inspired about this episode because you may have noticed if you actually listen to my <laughs> to my podcast intros, um, I have changed my intro to this podcast. I used to identify myself as a personal transformation specialist, which in a sense I still do, but I have recently decided to change my professional title to a confidence coach who specializes in communication and personal transformation. And this sort of came about because as I am evolving myself and going through this learning process of starting a podcast, putting myself more out there on a public platform. I'm learning about all of these things about myself and about life and these are just some of the things that have been coming up for me. So one of them is I am experiencing an identity shift. So that that sense of putting myself out there more and stepping into roles that I may not have considered for myself before and that comes uh, undoubtedly undoubtedly with an identity shift. Um, I've also been learning or continuing to learn that I love language, I'm obsessed with language, communication is my jam, my passion, love all things communication and, and language and language is so beautiful and it's it, it it really is a revolutionary tool but I'm learning that it can also be constricting and how sometimes language has this tendency to put us 
in a box if um if we if we don't allow ourselves to ever step out of that box then it can certainly be restricting and and lastly i'm learning further about personal evolution how every species every being on this planet has a propensity to evolve which is a natural tendency for change so about this label idea for myself about changing what I'm professionally calling myself so when I started my business I got all excited about the business cards, the flyers, the website, etc., etc., and I found myself fixated on what I would call myself. I actually, I wrote out a list of possible titles, varied from personal transformation, practitioner, coach, specialist. You know, I, I wrote out probably a dozen different potential things that I could call myself and I wanted to come up with a title that felt all-encompassing I have this variety of passions you know I have my feng shui diploma I am also a professional organizer I am also an NLP practitioner I'm a hypnotherapist I am a life coach like I have these different these different attributes and these different skills and I wanted to come up with something that was all-encompassing because I didn't want to just like have to tell people all the time feng shui NLP hypnotherapy etc you know like I didn't that just that's so many different titles and so I wanted to come up with something that I felt um, really put all of those things together and but still leave room for expansion because I know that always, I'm always growing, I'm always learning, always wanting to obtain and acquire more knowledge to better myself and to offer more value to my clients and the people that I serve. So, and, and because I'm an entrepreneur and because I'm a business owner and founder of my own company, I have the freedom to call myself whatever I want. Whereas when I worked at a job, like let's say when I used to work as a cashier well they they provided me with the title of my employer is they um, my employer provided me with the title of cashier or customer service representative or you know whatever type of title or position that you work in the workplace that title is given to you so for me, because I love words and language and linguistics, I, I found it really exciting to, to give myself a specific title. But when I, was, when I was coming up with these titles, I found myself veering away from the word coach because it's, it's a frequently used term. And I didn't want to be written off as just another quote-unquote coach and I realized as I was preparing for this podcast that that was that was my ego getting in the way my ego was saying no there's already so many coaches out there that and the industry is oversaturated you know you got to stand out you got to be something different but that's not really true the industry is not oversaturated. When you look at all of the different coaches, we all have our specialties. We all have a unique 
voice and unique lessons to give forth and offer the world. And there is more than enough space for all of us to fit in. And I guess when I was veering away from that term, I wanted to, it's because I wanted to stand out. I wanted to prevail, but I am a coach. I, that is what I do. And I, I just need to, I need to embrace it. And, and I guess on the other hand, I was also worried that if I identified as a coach, that 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 people wouldn't seek me out for say my 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 skills with feng shui or my skills with professional organizing because people wouldn't necessarily associate a coach person as being someone that you would hire for feng shui or or uh, organization but nevertheless as I go through this process of, of growing my business I I do really find myself embracing the behaviors of a coach and the more and more I progress the more in alignment that this title really feels to me and that's what I really need to go by is the feeling that I have so as I've been again going through this process I've been reflecting a lot over the past few months and the things that are come and and reflecting on the things that are coming up for me and how thinking about how differently would i have progressed or evolved if i simply would have embraced the title of coach in the first place would i have come into the role stronger would i have stepped into this with more confidence would you say but of course it had to happen this way or else I wouldn't have I wouldn't have come to this realization. I wouldn't have had these these thoughts that I'm having right now that I'm telling you in the podcast. I wouldn't have learned this lesson. So this reflective process has really got me thinking about labels and how there seems to be this paradox about labels. And that paradox is that labels can either empower you or disempower you. And I want to walk you through when I was experiencing my rock bottom in life. I, I was 21 and I was in a very poor state of mental, physical, spiritual health. I was completely disconnected from my mind, body, and spirit and I, I found myself stuck in this horrible cycle of binging and purging and, and how I, so I would binge and binge on food and it got so bad to the point where I did not have to purge by, I didn't need to prompt myself to purge. It's something that happened naturally. And that, that's scary when you are, when you're eating food, like we need food to survive, but you've, you've trained your body to throw up after it's eaten. And that's a really scary thing and a hard cycle to train your body out of, but it's what my, I had been conditioning my body to do. In addition to that, I was also drinking alcohol, like it was going out of style. And I am not proud to say 
but I was during this cycle, I was also drinking and driving a lot. I, 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 I had this invincible sort of persona and I, again, I'm not, not proud of that at all. Major lessons learned during that phase of my life, but it would have been, when we look at labels, it would have been very easy to label myself as bulimic, alcoholic, because I was in fact, I was in fact behaving as a bulimic, behaving as an alcoholic. But here's the paradox. Identifying a behavior empowers you because it forges the path of acknowledgement and self-awareness. And this is critical when you are looking to grow and make improvements or or heal. That self-awareness and acknowledgement is critical because it leads to self-management, which is how we actually overcome these unwanted behaviors or these unwanted results that we are experiencing in life. You have to have that self-awareness because that self-awareness transmutes into self-management. However, labels can actually perpetuate unwanted identities. Yes, it's true that I was behaving this way. I was behaving like a bulimic. I was behaving like an alcoholic. But what happens when I no longer have these behavioral tendencies? So fast forward to where I am now. It, is it still empowering to call myself a bulimic or an alcoholic when I no longer have these behavioral tendencies? Or am I actually limiting myself and preventing myself from evolving? I would say where I am in my life right now, that it would be very disempowering to call myself bulimic, alcoholic. I don't have those behavioral tendencies anymore. I have evolved out of those behavioral tendencies. Now, don't get me wrong. Someone who has severe alcoholic tendencies may always need to maintain that label of alcoholic because it saves them every day, because it reminds them of their, of their addiction and, and, and it brings that awareness to them every day and it helps them self-manage. And that's okay. So, you know, when we look at people in the context of, say, AA and they and they, you go to an AA meeting and they open up with saying, hi, I'm Bob, I'm an alcoholic. Well, to Bob, that might be the only thing that is helping him maintain his sobriety. But what if Bob was 10 years sober? What if Bob no longer has these behavioral tendencies of alcohol? What if Bob has now conditioned himself that he no longer has these addictive or alcoholic tendencies, does it really empower him to still call himself an alcoholic? Granted, that's going to be totally up to Bob, but it's, it's worth reflecting on because really there, this is, labels are kind of a spectrum. Not everyone 
who struggles with alcohol, and forgive me for continuing the example of alcohol, but not everyone who struggles with alcohol will maintain that reliance forever. And I am an example of that. It just so happens that alcohol was a coping mechanism for me, but it no longer is. And I'm still aware of the fact that I used to rely on alcohol, but it's no longer something that needs to, that I need to have this emotional attachment to and to, you know, be concerned about for the rest of my my life. I now have a healthy relationship with alcohol. I don't drink very often and and I am aware of my consumption and my behavior when I am consuming alcohol. So I used to have alcoholic tendencies, but it would have been incomplete to call myself an alcoholic and probably wouldn't have been helpful to call myself an alcoholic. Because as soon as I no longer behaved in this way, that label would have been become disempowering. So another example in other than alcohol might be, let's, let's say someone who, uh, a criminal, who an ex-cons, uh, someone that used to spend time in jail or served time. So let's say someone is arrested for theft, but then they do their time and and they get out of prison, and they no longer continue to steal. Would it be empowering to call themselves a criminal if they're no longer stealing? Or would calling themselves a criminal actually perpetuate that identity and possibly encourage them to continue stealing because of this identity that they are perpetuating. Wouldn't it help them move on from that stage of their life if they refrained from calling themselves a criminal? Well, I think it would. Or let's look at an example as if you have anxiety. Well, what happens when you successfully treat your anxiety? What happens if you no longer require medication? Do you continually calling yourself anxious and anxiety-ridden when you no longer behave this way? Is that, isn't that kind of limiting and disempowering you if you continue to identify with this? And won't it hold you back from personally evolving? Change is the only constant in life, and the more that you surrender and embrace the process of change, the more confident that you are going to feel within yourself, whereas holding on to the past fearing the future, and fearing the future makes you feel stuck and lost and anxious. But you were born to evolve. Every single species, every single being, every single soul and entity on this planet is here to evolve. And you are so capable of growth, transformation, becoming. And embracing change liberates you and offers a sense of personal freedom. 
I encourage you to go with the flow. Ask yourself, what are my labels? Do these labels hold me back? Do they chain me to an old, outdated identity? An identity that no longer serves me? If so, what labels feel good to me now? And if you find yourself stuck in a label, think about who is it that you want to become? And what behaviors does that person have? Well, for myself, I, my, my goal, my immediate goal that I've given myself time to achieve is I want to become a six-figure, a six-figure earner. But instead of calling myself a six-figure earner, I'm thinking about what sort of behaviors can I adopt or train myself to do to become that person? What are the daily habits of that six-figure earner? What sort of routines does that person have? What sort of systems? And if you sense that you are content where you are. You actually close yourself off to new experiences, new growth, and new lessons. And we don't really thrive in this way when we hold on to really any sort of identity and don't allow ourselves to evolve. We don't thrive this way. We merely survive So the question that we really need to ask ourselves is who am I becoming? Who am I evolving to become? And do I I allow myself, do I give myself permission to evolve? And that is my experience with this whole label thing with my with my professional title is i had to allow myself to evolve into that coach title and now i feel like i can fully embrace that title whereas before i sort of struggled with the title and was holding on to this other identity that felt more in alignment with me at that time but now I can confidently say that I am a confidence coach and maybe it's just because I had to go through these other lessons before I could fully step into that role and offer that role to my clients and the people that I serve. So again I invite you to ask yourself who am I becoming because you can be anyone that you want to be thank you so much for listening to today's episode i am so grateful that you have listened and to express my gratitude to you if you haven't already I do offer a free guided meditation to help you overcome limiting beliefs 
And uh, in order to take advantage of that freebie, all I need from you is a screenshot of you subscribing to this podcast and a screenshot of your submission of a review and email it to amber at confidentlyyou.ca. Not to worry, that will be in the show notes. But please email that to me and in return, I will send you a free guided meditation uh, within 48 hours. So again, thank you so much for listening and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing, a small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.